What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hindsightless, the sporadic podcast where I talk about life, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around inside of my head, but mostly role-playing games, because it's birthday time, baby. That's right, it's birthday time, my baby. All right, a few things before we dig into these food calls. <laughs> nice. Anyway, um... Yeah, so I just recently finished playing. As I record this, I'm getting ready to head out. And it's uh, it's on the night of the 50th anniversary of Dungeons & Dragons. As I record this, it is January 27th, 2024. And I, yeah, I played in a game of Old School Essentials running a modified version of B2. It was run by TJ Drennan. Uh, Carl Rodriguez was in there couple other dudes from discord cody was in there it was it was really those dudes are super super fun to play with i was only able to play for like three and a half hours because i got a thing tonight but we we did a whole lot of nothing but it was a blast man it was really fun like i said those dudes are awesome to play with uh, and yeah, I also need to make a minor correction. In one of my recent episodes, I said that the type of demon that was possessing Yeniel was a demon called an Illithid demon. And that's that's not right. I knew as soon as I said Illithid that that wasn't right. Think Illithid is a mind flayer. What I meant to say was it's a demon called a Lilithu demon, not Illithid. Lilithu demon. A Lilithu demon named Monago was possessing Yeniel. So there we go. I had to make that correction because nobody cared. <laughs> nobody gave a damn, dude. <laughs> Except me. Anyway, all right, let's get into these food calls. This first one is from Jason. Uh, we're going to start off with Jason. He's going to start off talking about my haircut because I did, I ended up getting the haircut. It looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're starting off with. Some haircuts, some food talk, some other stuff. Jason, go. AJ, don't feel bad. I really need a haircut and I haven't got one yet. So maybe, excuse me, maybe we balance each other out. Um, yeah, I get you on the sandwich. It's just a feels thing. Uh, understood. Um, I, I wonder though, at some point, what the official definition is. I don't really want to look it up. But I do hope other people call in, not necessarily with the Oxford Dictionary definition of sandwich, but other people call in with their with their thoughts on sandwiches. As far as initiative versus players working together, I get that. And the big thing there, it's not so much initiative as it is mechanical, right? So one is just, there, here's that word again, game mastery, right? But one is just manipulating the mechanics of the game. And the other is manipulating the mechanics of the game, but doing it cooperatively with the other players. So the difference there might be the degree of teamwork involved. And I know you're huge into teamwork. So that probably explains the the different feel to you of those two situations. And I fully respect that. Like I said, I, I don't have a problem with either one, but I, I do respect your opinion on that. Well, I appreciate that, dude. Thank you, man. Um, no, seriously, for real though. Yeah, it, I, you're right, man. It is a, a teamwork thing for me. I love teamwork. I think of Dungeons and Dragons as a team sport, role-playing games as a team sport. I stand by that. Um, so yeah, thank you. But, but more importantly, 
Jason, you asked the question. You you let out the hope into the world that somebody, some noble personages, would call in with the definition of a sandwich or the story of a sandwich or to tell us what a sandwich is. And with no prompting from me or anybody else, somebody did. So Papa Spencer, where do sandwiches come from? Hey Joe, Spencer here. And yes, I know Britain has a certain reputation as far as culinary skills are concerned, but we did give the sandwich to the world. Yes, John Montague, the fourth Earl of Sandwich, was an avid car player, so much so that he would spend hours at the card table, often not wanting to stop for lunch. He would ask his servants to bring him food served between slices of bread, making it easy for him to consume by hand at the card table without making too much mess. This style of serving food caught on and became known as the sandwich. So let's keep this simple. I consider a sandwich something served between sliced bread. And I think that's a nice simple definition we can all get our heads round. That was a very lovely message, Spencer. I could listen to that like while drifting off to sleep anytime. Your voice, I love your voice, dude. Yes, I, that is a very simple definition. And we're going to get deep into the weeds of what it is to be a sandwich in this episode, man. So I appreciate you calling in with the baseline history where we set the baseline. We got to have a solid foundation before we move forward. And Spencer just laid down that foundation. And the rest of the episode, we're just going to be building on that foundation and what it means to be a sandwich. It's great. (laughs) It's awesome. Thank you so much for that, Spencer. Anyway, up next, we got Merck, dude. Merck's calling in with some thoughts on food and Spotify for podcasters, which he'll mention off the bat. I do want to say... I feel like it's worked better than I am showing it to work, Merck, because I think I've screwed up and I think I didn't notice that there were messages on there from you. Pretty sure they did come through. But anyway, dude, take it away, Michael. Hey, Joe, this is Merck. I don't think Spotify for podcasters messaging thing is working as well as we would hope because I sent you a couple other messages that I just guess didn't get through somehow. Regardless, here's just some random food thoughts thrown at you one after another. We did go through a a bacon phase, didn't we? Where everybody thought bacon was better than sliced bread. My favorite sausage, uh, I almost said implementation. (laughs) That's the developer in me. The best sausage recipe for me is Polish Alfredo, which is having Alfredo sauce and linguine with kielbasa on top. Favorite bacon, at least for my girls, I take bacon, chop it up, and take some cabbage, chop that up, cook them, and then mix that in with some pancake batter and throw them on the griddle. So the original name is Okonomiyaki, but I've kind of modified things for my lazy American cooking. But those are two recipes you could try if you would like. Here's a fun fact about uh, sandwiches and burritos. In Massachusetts, there was a case that went all the way to the Supreme Court 
that said that burritos are not sandwiches. Just a little silly thing there. That's what you get for listening to a lot of kids' history and science podcasts. I'm glad you enjoyed Delicious and Dungeon. The Japanese title for that is Dungeon Meshi, so I'll let you decide if that's cooler or not. I think that's about it. Looking forward to the next episode, and take care. Nice, Merc. Yeah, Dungeon Meshi. That does sound cool. Delicious and Dungeon is a fine name. It just, it, I don't know. It doesn't come off the tongue quite right for you. It just sounds a little odd. But that show is a little odd, so maybe it's perfect. Anyway, the Okonomiyaki, did I say that right? Probably not. Sounds amazing, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that. I love cabbage. Bacon is good. Uh, pancakes are good. And that just sounds like a really easy recipe. So thank you for that. Alfredo with kielbasa. Sure, why not, man? Sausage everywhere, dude. <laughs> Sausage all over the place. And as far as that Supreme Court decision, I love this country sometimes, man. <laughs> like... It's so ridiculous. It's so goddamn ridiculous and litigious. Oh, so now there's precedent. Supreme Court, state Supreme Court precedents that burritos are not sandwiches. And we'll talk more about tacos and sandwiches and all that stuff. Don't worry. We're going to get back to that. But first up, we got a rant here. BJ Boy, the Arcane Alienist. It's been a while since we've heard from BJ Boy, the Arcane Alienist. And he's got some stuff to say. He's got some stuff to say about food. So let's do it. One, two, three, go. All right, Joe, I'm going to go on a long diatribe. It's not really a diatribe. I'm not ranting or, or angry or anything. I'm going to, go on, I'm going to make a long, give, leaving you a long message here about food because I've had a lot of thoughts over your last several episodes about food and now you're going to get it all at once. So here we go. So one open face sandwiches. I don't know what you'd call them, but I agree. There's, there's no reason to have an open, an open face sandwich unless you're like drenching it in some sort of massive amounts of cheese or some kind of sauce or gravy or something that makes it just impossible to pick up and hold like a sandwich. So yeah, then just take the, take the top bread off and, and eat it with a fork and knife. I don't know if that makes it a sandwich, but I, I, I there's no call for a tuna fish sandwich to be an open face sandwich. If it's just tuna fish and cheese on a piece of bread, slap another piece of bread on top of that and, and eat it with your hands like an adult. Um, <laughs> second question though, <clears throat> if a sandwich is a very narrow, you know, like a hot dog isn't a sandwich and a taco isn't a sandwich and a hero isn't a sandwich, What's the broader category to which sandwiches, wraps, shawarma, heroes, burritos, tacos? What, what, what is the broader category that those types of dishes belong to? Um, and if you say handheld, I'm going to fly to fly to Chicago and or <laughs> fly to Seattle and slap you. I hate, I, I just I cannot stand that term. Try our handhelds. No, those are burgers and sandwiches, dude. On the menu, it's, it's it, that's what it is. It's a burger or a sandwich. Just just use common everyday language. Anyway, maybe I am going on a rant. But what do you call the? You, what's the bigger category to which sandwiches and wraps and things like that belong? I don't know. I'll have to look that up. But I thought I'd ask you because you know about this kind of stuff. You're the guy. Um, 
Okay, enough about sandwiches. You know, but I will say, my mom used to uh, when we were she, when I was very young and was a single mom and we didn't have a lot of money. Um, but she was working and going to school, and we, we would eat a lot of like microwave or like uh, you know like Stouffer's and, and and TV dinners that you'd warm up in the oven. And she would always get Salisbury steak that kind of came with the gravy, but then she would cook it in the thing, cook it in, and then slap it on a piece of uh, open faced. <laughs> on a piece of white bread, sandwich bread, so that, you know, it was kind of, you know, shit on a shingle, I guess, or her version of it. Anyway, sausage. Back to the sausage talk. Um, I really have been wanting to try your uh, your the, the Irish uh, soup that you made, but I keep getting brats at the store, and then I don't have time to make the uh, soup because it, it takes several hours, and then they're going to expire, and I then I wind up just cooking them in a skillet or in the air fryer and, and, and just having bratwurst. So, but it is on my list, but I wanted to offer you something that I make a lot that is really, um, quick and fairly nutritious and very filling and particularly good when it, during the, the winter months when it's cold and rainy and, and gray. And so this is just, it's just not anything that fancy. It's just sausage. Uh, I get, uh, just smoked country smoked sausage. I don't know if there's a proper name for that other than smoked sausage uh, that you, you get in the, the link. Cut it up um, and then you get, you can do fresh vegetables but for speed I just use canned vegetables because you're supposed to get around two cups. You know, a, a standard canned vegetable is not quite two cups but it's pretty close. So uh, green beans, a can of wax beans um, and then uh, get uh, red skin potatoes, not canned actually just you know, enough to kind of roughly equivalent, equivalent to two cups. So I'll usually cut up, you know, four thereabouts. Um, and then you, you, you can kind of start the potatoes warming in the oven if you want to get them cooked because potatoes take longer to cook and I don't like undercooked potatoes. Uh, or you can just put them in the skillet, start frying them. But once the potatoes are kind of ready because they take the longest, you dump the other vegetables in, you dump the sausage in, you mix it all up some salt, some garlic, and uh, some paprika, just kind of to taste, usually about a, a, a teaspoon of each, but I usually go a little heavy on the garlic and paprika myself. Um, and so, and it just makes this really good mix of, of mostly vegetables, but there's some good protein and fat in there to kind of get you filled up with, with the sausage. Um, you can put carrots in it. I've tried it with baby carrots because the recipe I got said baby carrots, and it, carrots are another thing where if, if they're not cooked, I like carrots when they're cooked, but they have to kind of be cooked to the point that they're soft. If they're still crunchy, I don't like them. So I don't have the patience to kind of get baby carrots to that because I'm usually cooking this when I don't have a lot of time. So what, what I've, I do is actually just get a can of peas and carrots um, because they're, they're, they're canned. And I know it's not quite as healthy as is, but you could probably get the frozen peas and carrots because they're diced up into little chunks and they'll soften up and cook really well if, if you're doing frozen. Um uh, and then the last couple of times I've done it, I've actually put a can of, of corn, yellow corn in there with it as well, just to give it a little more uh, medley of flavor anyway. Uh, but yeah, just once you kind of get it cooking and going, uh, it doesn't take very long, just, just a few minutes. And it makes for a good kind of hearty meal. It makes really good leftovers. You know, you take your lunch to work or, or you know, don't feel like cooking. You can kind of make, make a big batch of it. Um, I'll usually do with, with, with all those things that that's, you know, two cups of roughly all the, uh, the vegetables. I'll do two packages of smoked sausages, two of the links. I suppose, you know, if you wanted to make less, you could, if you were using fresh vegetables or frozen vegetables, you could just use one sausage link 
and uh, and uh, just do do one cup of, of all the stuff, just half everything. Or you could do a bigger batch if you got a great big wok or a huge, <laughs> huge, huge pan. But uh, it makes really good leftovers. So sometimes I'll make some of that, and then whenever uh, the family's scattered and we're all kind of eating on our own because kids got somewhere he's he's not coming home tonight, and my wife doesn't feel like cooking, or or she, you know. I'll just have some of that in the, the fridge to heat up and, and, and um, eat. So good stuff. But I am going to try your, uh, your, your, your soup as soon as I have a, a Saturday or a day off where I can, I'm at home and can take the time to warm all that up in the oven. Anyway, that's a very long message about food. Um, so I will talk to you later. Uh, enjoying all your episodes. Take care. Dude, BJ, tons to unpack there. Okay, first, let me just say, calling a sandwich a handheld is the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That's not a thing that should ever happen, ever. That's the worst. I hate it. I hope it dies. It sucks. (laughs) Second, that's an amazing recipe, dude. That sounds delicious. My freezer is generally full of bags of frozen peas and carrots, frozen corn, frozen green beans, all that stuff. I also have a few cans of green beans. Potatoes are something I get. So, yeah, that is 100% a recipe I will get or I will make because it sounds easy. It sounds filling. It sounds delicious. And thank you, man. This is awesome. I've gotten three three new recipes this episode. Who knew, man? right on rad so that was (laughs) that was an amazing call bj thank you so much for taking us through that journey i love stouffer's tv dinners i love their lasagna i love all that stuff man i don't eat it much anymore but every now and then you take a trip down memory lane get yourself a stouffer's lasagna or the salisbury steak tv dinner that was always my favorite as a kid when you put that son of a bitch on some white bread, you got yourself you got yourself a real meal there, man. Your mom, she's a smart lady. She knew what she was about. But yeah, seriously, thank you for sharing all that, BJ. That was awesome, dude. Thank you so much. All right, let's hear from Carl, man. BJ and Carl are doing a lot of stuff together on the interwebs, on YouTube. Got a lot of actual plays together, so it's fun that they're kind of back-to-back like this. That's fun. Carl, take it away, dude. Hey, Joe, I have some comments about some call-ins and things that you talked about in your Reaver sandwich episode. First of all, yes, I guess a meatball sub is a sandwich. It's a sub-style sandwich is a class of sandwich. And I'm wondering why hot dogs, similarly encased, are not hot dog-style sandwiches. But a hot dog is a hot dog, just like a hamburger is a hamburger. But is a hamburger a sandwich then, or is that a different category altogether? It is sandwich-like, at least. So the other thing I was calling about was uh, planning ahead and planning within game or during combat. I think it's a tough one. Um, I don't mind players at all planning ahead if they know that they're going to get into a combat or they're planning for an engagement. I think that's fine. Go ahead and plan on the Discord or wherever. Um it's better sometimes that I don't see it because I always think of how to counter things. Just um, that's the way my mind works. And I try not to. I try to be objective and then, of course, let the dice decide. That's ultimately how it goes. But I I really am, I feel like I'm pretty strict. Um, maybe. At least I know I'm strict in a military-style game like Twilight 2000 where, you know, you can't 
you can't really communicate unless you can communicate. You know, you got radios, um, and if you can't see each other, you really can't communicate. And I also limit it to like, you know, six seconds, right? Or 10 seconds, whatever long a round is. And then I go, okay, that's it. That's all you can say this round uh, to just say what you're saying. Plus, you know, sometimes depending on where you're at and the sound of gunfire and explosions and all that, maybe you don't quite hear. So that could require a roll or you just don't hear. Um, I don't know, in a fantasy game, I know players always talk out of combat and I guess I let that slide. Um, but I think once the combat starts, there really should be a kibosh on out of combat talk within the context of the combat. Maybe like give a direction, sure. Um, but I really, I don't like that so much. Although I know players are always guilty of it and they act too fast or say it too quickly for me to say, Hey, wait a second. You know, so, so it is what it is, I guess, but I don't particularly care for it. So I guess that you get, maybe it's something to bring up during session zero or when the first combat starts. Hey, this is the way I prefer it. I would prefer you don't. And I definitely don't like it when people tell another player, or one player tells another player what to do and when to do it. Or if they player X or does something in a certain way that they, you know, say something. Um, they might, maybe they'll say something after and say, hey, that wasn't the brightest tactic. I don't know, that's, that's kind of bad too. Or that was not the tactic that I would take. Uh, maybe you should look at this or maybe you could use this power, that power, maybe out of game. Uh, but I don't, I don't really like it when players do that. Now, I, now, in contrast, if a player asks another player, hey, should I do this? Well, that's fine, right? That's their prerogative and that's okay. Again, um, I guess it depends on the context. If it's people who are just started playing and, you know, clearly they're, character would know what their abilities are but the player might not so i guess gotta have a lot of a little bit of wiggle room anyway talk to you later bye yeah carl like you said it all comes a lot of it comes down to context right we don't want players bossing other players around you know you i i don't want them talking about certain it's all about what you like and yeah definitely that comes to setting you know, expectations and stuff during a session zero, especially if it's a bunch of people you haven't played with before, or even if it's not, it's, you know, it's always good to retouch base. So yeah, a hundred percent dude, but, 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 but the more important part of that call for sure was you pontificating about sandwiches or as BJ said, handhelds, that's the worst. (laughs) Anyway, that's a terrible word for anything. Um, Yeah. Is a hamburger sandwich? I would say yes. Meatball sub. Is it a class of sandwich? We're going to talk right now. We're going to hear a man go through some stuff. We're going to hear a man go through some stuff. He goes through the ringer here. He thinks it's amazing. Carl, thank you for that call. Johnny, the floor is yours. Hello, Mr. Joe. Uh, this is Johnny. I've actually tried to leave a message for you before, but I actually ended up calling N.W. M.W. Lewis because I was looking for yours, and then I was in the middle of something, and uh, then I found M.W. Lewis somehow, and then I just started talking to him as if he were you, and I uh, talked about your butt stuff episode. So that was uh, probably a really great message for somebody to receive at, uh, randomly. So uh, this is my second try. I think I got you right this time. 
hey, uh, your your sandwich ontology is it's it's understandably wrong because it's what everyone thinks, but but it is wrong. There's just a it's a word problem. Uh, for instance, euros are that's the meat. It's actually just the meat, just like hot dog. Hot dog is the meat, and what we've done uh, is we've shortened it. And so instead of referring to the hot dog, the whole sandwich that's put together, which inarguably is a sandwich, it's a, it's on a bun. It's a form of bread, and it, it may be hinged, but it's not folded over. A taco is folded over. It's one piece of – it's one little slice that's then folded over, which, which wrecks the whole thing of what if it's just a slice of bread and you fold it over. Uh, I'm, I'm actually not sure of my argument at all now anymore. I, I think I've really screwed this up. But I will say hot dog itself, hot dog and euros – are both just shortened versions of the uh, – this is a disaster. They are both just shortened versions. They're both just referring to the meat, and they just skip the sandwich part. It is, in fact, sandwiched, but once you bring in tacos, it complicates the issue. I'm, I'm, I'm humbled. So uh, it seems so sure at the beginning, and uh, and talking, talking to you now, it's – the whole world is chaos and, and, and meaningless. Uh, thank you. Uh, if if uh, hey, I love your show. Uh, this is a train wreck of a message. I'm sorry. I'm not drunk. I'm, I haven't even been drinking. Uh, anyway, hey, look. In all seriousness, thank you for the podcast. I really enjoy it. You, you do a great job. Uh, I, I have a lot of fun every time listening to it. I, you haven't put out you haven't put out a dud yet. You know, which is now that's that's a lot of pressure. Uh, I'm going to stop. I'm going to, I'm going to stop the message now because it's just, it's getting worse. Thank you, sir. Talk to you later. Bye. Holy fucking shit, Johnny. That was maybe the greatest message of all time ever, dude. I had to end the food segment on that message because it was amazing. It was glorious, dude. It was the most beautiful call ever. Uh, seriously though, thank you for those ridiculously, ridiculously nice things that you said. That pumps me up, man. I'm getting ready to go out tonight and, uh, yeah, I just got a notification as I'm getting ready that I had a voice message. It's like, oh, who the hell is this? And I checked it and now I'm so pumped to go out. Thank you for the inspiration to party hard. Uh, thank you for that amazing, amazing message, man. And yeah, I will keep doing it <laughs> as long as you promise to send me another call at some point or time. Uh, that was <laughs> fucking fantastic, dude. Thank you. Anyway, let me get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> dude. What an awesome episode. We talked some gaming. We talked some food talk some definitions i got some rad recipe we all got some rad recipes i'm not the only one who got those recipes you all did too so we all got three new recipes and then yeah (laughs) then we got the portrait of a man going through it from johnny and that was just fantastic so a huge thanks goes out to jason Carl, Spencer, BJ, Johnny, you guys rock. You made this, you made this show so friggin' awesome. 
this episode is amazing. I love it. Thank you all so much. All right, I'm out of here. I'm heading out. Like I said, it's birthday season, not just for D&D, but for me and me as well and my friends. <laughs> not just for D&D, but for my friends and me. There you go. I got there in the end. Take it easy. Take care of yourselves. Take care of somebody else. And until next time, everybody, peace out.